Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. You guys, aliens are about to rock your world. We have Roswell. Now, I don't know if you were as obsessed with this show back in the day as I was, but I love space. I love aliens. And Tuesday, January 15th, the incredible new series, Roswell, New Mexico, premieres on The CW. Now, if you don't remember, Roswell is the town famous for the UFO landing of 1947, which sets the perfect stage for this out-of-this-world drama, love, murder, and mystery. We have Max and his alien sibling, Isabel, and Michael, who all have sworn to take their secret of what they are to the grave. It's the CW. So, of course, these are some sexy-looking extraterrestrials. Liz Ortega is a beautiful, badass scientist who returns home to Roswell after 10 years. Watching their story play out will be everything. So, you guys, catch the series premiere of Roswell, New Mexico, Tuesday, January 15th, only on the CW. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right, well, Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back. We're here, Shenanigans. It's 2019. I have a very handsome co-host sitting next to me, Mr. Adam Spot. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. For the introduction. If I you it. if you guys watched the episode last night, you see that it wasn't just Adam. It was Adam Spot. We had to get the whole name. Yeah. Why in was there. that? I think because a lot of people call you Spot, so they like maybe. wanted to maybe make sure that the audience, you know, knows who Adam Spot is instead of. Yeah, I guess Just so. Just Adam. That's true. Anyway. Yeah, Adam Spot. Yeah. The one that had my full name. Yeah, but Adam's not the guest. He's just the co-host. We are going to do something a little different today. So for those of you who follow me on social media or know, I am a huge football fan. I love sports. The Chargers just made it another round in the playoffs yesterday. So sitting across from me is my good friend, Lindsay McCormick. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Okay, so I there's so 
so many like sports things that we want to get into, which is why I'm having Adam co-host with me because he's like the biggest sports fanatic I know. So I had to step in, step and, up to the plate. And being in LA, I I'm pretty sure that more girls you know are probably into sports in LA than the guys, right? I yeah, there's a lot of guys that are not into. Yeah, a majority of the guys that I know yeah. are not into sports at all. So what are they into then? The Hair, arts. fashion, yeah, right, right. the arts, Bravo, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely, right. That's definitely big with yeah. the male population. So, or just like working out, but like not being like a sports. It's just it's so weird. Like I'll be talking about like football or the World Series or like LeBron or and it's just like so many guys are just like yeah, I'm not really into sports. I'm like you're a dude. That's so hard for me here in this city because I've always wherever I've lived, I've had all my friends are huge sports fanatics. Yeah, so here. It's just completely different. It's mind-blowing. It's frustrating. Yeah. Maybe they just act like they don't like sports. Like, no, 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 no. They literally, like, know nothing about it. Like, they won't even know if, like, the Car- – well, the Cardinals, okay, that's a bad example because that's baseball <laughs> and football. But it's like they'll be like, um, is that hockey? Or I'm like, come They'd be on, like, did you, you say know? Kardashians? It'd yeah. Be like, no, Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals, not Kardashians. Yeah. No, seriously. It's really true, though. That I could actually see happening. Yeah. No, no joke. No, that does happen. Like, yeah. if I'm talking – like, even just when I've said the Chargers and they're like, is that baseball? Or I'm like – Oh my god! It's, yeah, it's football. It's annoying. So when I do find a guy that's like a big sports fan, I make yeah. sure the boys up with them. And... But in the meantime, you have me to watch games with. Exactly. We have the Chargers playing the Patriots this coming Sunday. I don't <sighs> think it's good, looking good for your guys. Oh yes! Really? Oh come on! Why? Um, I mean, look at the amount of experience that the Patriots have in the yeah. postseason. I mean, it's going to be freezing in Foxborough. Okay, that is a good point. The Patriots just play in such a weak division, though. Yeah. The They have the Dolphins, the, the Bills, and the Jets. And they only have 10 wins. Yeah. So for them to get a first-round bye is kind of ridiculous to me. But I think the Chargers – I don't know what the line is, but I know the Chargers – I think the Chargers are going to stack up well. I think it. Are we already getting into sports? I yeah. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to talk a little bit like Vanderpump episode last night, but Chargers, like yesterday or Sunday, that game, I mean, I had so much anxiety at the end of it. So I'm yeah. in a baby shower and we're like literally like playing the, like all the baby games <laughs> that you play at a shower. And on my Insta story, my mom did a video. She's like, when you're at a baby shower, but you can't miss the Chargers game. So I have like the NFL app opened on my phone, like pop socket out. I'm like, I'm watching the game. I'm doing the questions because I was like, Dude, I can't miss this. And I was like, there's no way in like four and a half minutes they're going to score three touchdowns. Yeah. And then they almost did. Yeah. And I my mom was like, I was very proud of you for watching the game yeah, with the baby shower. Yeah, of course. That made me proud. Yeah. Good for you. So, I I don't know. I mean, I think we've we've had the best year that as a Chargers fan, I think we've ever had. Since I mean, I've been following them. Philip Rivers is outstanding, and the defense looked really great this past weekend. I think the key to the game against the Patriots is going to come down to James White. I had James White on my fantasy team all year. He was incredible yeah. at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He kind of hasn't been as great towards the end, So mm-hmm. I, but he is known for his postseason play. So I think that if they can get him going in this game. That's the X factor for you. That's the X factor. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I like the Chargers in that game because they're – I mean – Philip Rivers is experienced, so yeah. um, you know he's he's played like he's an MVP candidate. Obviously, um, you know I think he'll do well, and I just think that this is going to be the first time where we're going to start to see that Patriots decline a little bit. So, well, I hope so. 
I mean, there was the amazing Super Bowl two years ago, and then, you know, there was last I'm year. I'm just sick. So. I'm sick of it at this point. I'm yeah. Just like no, Patriots. no more Patriots. I'm over the Patriots. My cousin's like a diehard Patriots fan, and I'm just like, no, they're well, canceled. At some point, it'll end once Tom Brady retires. Yeah. Yes. And Belichick leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your Who's your team? Are you a Houston Texans fan? So I grew up an Oilers fan. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's that's dating me. Yeah. But um, they, had, they didn't have too good a too good of a year this year did they well the oilers yeah. they're, they're not existent now so i kind of jumped on the the texans bandwagon especially this year okay. and y'all had a nice year we did except for we had some injuries at the end of the season and then i don't know what happened in this past game yeah it's uh andrew luck was just too much Colts for them. Are playing well right now yeah i, I was bored watching that game not gonna lie it was just like nothing's happening yeah i I enjoyed the Eagles game the most mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. That was wild. It was. The ending was unbelievable. The kicker. So the kicker went to my college, but he went to Auburn. He, yeah, his girlfriend went to, or his wife went to my college, Colleen Parkey. Where did she go? Florida State. Oh, so you beat us in the national championship. I mean, I, I wasn't going to bring, gonna it, bring up. it up. He wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you mention it. Since you did, yesterday was the five-year anniversary of oh. Florida State beating, <laughs> Florida State and Jameis Winston beating Auburn and Trent Richardson in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Get Mercury, what is it, Mercury in retrograde? Yeah. That's worse. The anniversary of that. Game. Right? Yeah. I know that was like, I think that was his first note that he made right yeah. here. Yeah. First I, uh, things first. I know you're yeah. an Auburn Tiger alumni. Yeah. I was actually going to wear yeah. my Jameis Winston jersey, but I didn't want my Jameis Winston oh. Florida State jersey, but I didn't want to do that to you. So I wanted us to get out in the right foot. So. As, as long as you didn't go to Alabama, oh. I'm fine. No. Speaking of teams, I'm, I'm over and just done yeah. watching them win. My Are gosh. you going to watch tonight? They're, yeah. Well, Monday night? Yeah. 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 Well, this is technically too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, (laughs) um, okay. So you're from Houston. Yeah. You went to Auburn. What did you get your degree in? Um, Mass communications with a specialization in PR. Okay. So kind of similar to me. I did communications, but broadcast journalism. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you got your degree in that. Yeah. I do. I have a degree. I think people forget that because, I mean, I can come off kind of valley girl and airheady no, at times, no, but no. I'm like, no, I'm smart, you guys. You're you very, are, no, you're very you smart. Yeah, you I just are. didn't know you had you your degree me. in sports uh-huh. or broadcasting. Yeah, so like doing this is like a dream job because I've always wanted to do hosting, but then I got into acting and then reality TV and then music, and now I'm just, you know, trick of all trades. Yeah, and just a jack of all just trades. Just doing it all. What's crazy yeah. to me is I met you before all of this. Yeah, so I was telling him, so we were just at lunch at Villablanca, <laughs> and I was like, so so you want to know how Lindsay and I met? <laughs> we were both interested in the same guy who happened Wait, to be the chef. You liked Demi- what was his name? Demi- yeah, Demetrius? I mean we had like a fling too. When was this? Like time ish. Oh boy. How did I not know this? I don't, did I not tell you that? No. Oh yeah. I knew he. So we Awkward. only. So we went on. <laughs> I don't remember how many dates. Maybe two or three dates. Yeah. And then, it, you know how if you hit it off right away, it kind of turns into like a weekend thing? Sure. So it turned into a weekend thing. But I became closer with you guys than yeah. I was even with him. I no, didn't and know this, you liked him. It was a long time ago. I mean, what was this, like Spy? eight years ago? Yeah, yeah. No, because this was, it had to be before I got married. Yeah, like, it was. before I was with Shay. I, I would was hope so. Hooking up with him. <laughs> God, yeah, I that's what I'm so. saying. So I've known you since at least 2009. Yeah. Oh my God, saying that out loud, I've known you for like 10 years. Yeah. Holy shit, that's a long time. I know. I did not realize that, but then I thought about it. It's 2019. 
We're old. Yeah. So we go way back. I'm, and then you lived in New York for a while. We had yep. so much fun. Every time I would like go out to New York, like then once the show did start and like watch it up and live and all those New York trips would yeah. hang out. And now she's here in LA. Are you back here full time? I am. So I've been here for five years, but the past two years I've been between here and Texas. Got it. And now I'm finally moving all my stuff from Texas to here. So I'm here full time. Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. So um, I've, very only, different I've only been there once. One time, Houston. Well, no, twice, but um, I'm a huge uh, Drake fan. Okay. And he just has, like, big-time Houston ties. Are you, like, a hip-hop yeah. fan at all? Uh, I like every type of music. Okay, got uh, it. Just don't say anything bad about Drake or this interview is going to have to end. I no, would, I like Drake. I would Drake. just politely walk out. I, I like Drake. Of course, being in L.A., everybody has stories about Drake. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that had hooked up with Drake for a while. Ooh. Uh, but that didn't last very long, yeah. obviously. Yeah. What? I, so I don't hate I can't him. I can't believe that. I mean, I love his, his I love albums. Drake. He used to come into Villablanca all the time. I was always his server. He always left good tips. Were you guys he, working there at the same time when this was going on? No, she no. didn't work there. I didn't oh, work there. I no. just came in. She was just, just a patron. <laughs> I just thought this guy, yeah. this chef, was just like, just dating nope, all the girls she, like, at Villablanca. I had no idea. I was like, this like, guy's the man. Yeah, she like came in to visit him, and I was like, oh, who's this chick? And then we became friends. I can't believe you. You should just tell me you liked him, and I would have given him to you. Or... At that point, maybe we had already hooked up. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but... We had a lot of mutual it was friends in common from New York. Yes. Like Scotty like, and... Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Wait, did you and Mark Sanchez date? Long uh. pause. <laughs> long pause. Yeah, because, time. okay, you know... Yeah, you know Scotty. Yeah. And then... Um, wait, do you, do you know Rashad? Yes, very okay. well. So I just met him more recently, but I, on via Instagram, I saw that like you'll like comment on his stuff or like. And... So he's on the ele- the Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch show with me. He was on oh, season two. Okay, and that's dope. how we met. Awesome. And then he didn't do season three because he's off doing. He's doing so many show. things right now. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if he can. I don't know. He's said it. He's posted it. He's co-hosting Catfish uh, this next season. Oh, amazing. Yeah, he's like working on another book. Um, he has a couple books out already. I didn't even know he was an author. That's like, one of the few things I knew about him. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew him from obviously playing football and then Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And then when um, we hung out a few weeks ago, he was like telling me about this new book he's working on and then co-hosting Catfish and traveling and this and that. I was like, wow, you just like do it all. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know how you guys met, and there's my answer. So wait, do you like Rashad? Huh? Do you like Rashad? Oh, I mean, he's he's a friend. He's okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Just making Why, sure. Do you like Rashad? No, I don't. <laughs> I, well, not like that. He's just a he's just a friend. I have a yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. But he's just a friend. But uh, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I yeah. need to know who you like now. So, I, I didn't even okay, know you liked well, the stuff. Let's, let's talk about who I like. Okay. So, sitting next to me, did you watch the episode last night? I Vanderpump? did. Okay. I did. So, <laughs> I just want to get into that a little because it was, okay, it was so awkward for me watching it. I think that watching that scene with Adam and I, so wait, let me let me back it up a second. So, what y'all didn't see was, like, before that, I mean, Adam and I have been really good friends for, like, a two years now. Aww. Like, super close. And we had gone on a date that was 
filmed and then we had like it was so much fun like we did dinner we did drinks we went to a chain smokers concert like we had a really great night it was the same night that all the girls did like their girls night and I wasn't invited and I was like I didn't even know I wasn't invited because I didn't know it was happening I was like I was happy I was on a date like we were having fun yeah and um like there's a lot of like cute moments that I hope coming up on the future episodes that everyone will see but I'm like of course this is the first scene you see me and Adam in. you don't see like him asking me on a date or us going on a date or anything like that and I just felt like he looked like he could not be more annoyed with me building that bed I, I wasn't annoyed it wasn't that at all it was you love to make me uncomfortable I know like, I do with any situation possible so and like at this time I mean like we've not hooked up like we've I think we had like one drunken kiss so that, just to set the scene if he looks <laughs> if he looks annoyed that just means that you guys are comfortable enough with each other from your background as friends yeah. to now whatever you guys are. Uh, <laughs> that just means that you're comfortable enough around each other that you can look annoyed. Yeah, but I, I did. I Like, there's this thing where I would. I would always just, like, overly flirt with him. Because, I mean, look at him. He's, he's gorgeous, obviously. He's even oh, better with his shirt off. <laughs> but... I would, I guess, I forgot those days because that seems like so long ago now. So long But he's ago. like, you used to always make me so uncomfortable, but like in like a cute way. And I was like, oh my God, I forget. I used to do that because I'm like, oh, well, you know, if you're hot, you can take your shirt off. And he just like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, wait, please tell me this isn't like another Rob season <laughs> where there's a guy in front of my face who's like clearly like not in. And I'm like, oh my God, googly lies. And that's what I felt like that scene looked like. So there's plenty. tell me episode. I'm wrong, Adam. There's you're wrong. I told you. I was like, you're, you're, I mean, we're all our own worst critic when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Especially watching something back like that, you're going to critique everything. Well, of course. And that's the first, like, thing that viewers really see us interacting with each other is, like, that scene. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. No, like, I mean, I think, I think it would have been better if it, that wasn't the first scene because yeah. there were more obviously that went into it, yeah. like you said. I mean, we worked together at Sir. Like, I'm, but I know there will be, I mean, it was a long summer. We have a lot of episodes still to air. But I just wanted to touch on that a little because I'm like, just just tell me I'm wrong. You over-worry about it. You really do, like, over-worry about it. I do. But, yeah. I I thought you looked really good. Well, thanks. Yeah. And then it was so annoying. Did you see what Jack said? And he's like, oh, you know, there's only, like, one level of Sheena, like, psycho stalker or whatever, like, obsessed. And I'm like, yeah, that's that just sucks. a roundabout way of saying your girlfriend material. Thank you. There you go. You should, yeah, you must work in PR or something I, like that. You must have a degree in PR or something like that. That was a great spin. But I'm like, psycho stalker. Yeah, like, that was, that was, I'm, that sucked. You shouldn't stalker. have said that because that was just, like, completely wrong. Yeah. Say, but. What are you going to do? I mean, he can't be. Obviously, he's going to say stuff that. Yeah, and isn't out correct. of all of the guys, like in that group of friends and like on the show, like he knows me the least, especially when it comes to my relationships. Jax Taylor is someone I keep out of them because. For good reason. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I love Brittany. Like, she's one of my best friends. I'm a bridesmaid in their wedding. I could not be more happy for them. But then when I see shit like that, like, people always ask, like, do you get annoyed when you see things play back later? And I'm like, no, I don't let it bother me. That bothered me. I was just like, ooh. Because it's like people hear one thing and then they're like, oh my God, she is crazy. She And I'm like, this isn't helping my dating life, Jax. <laughs> like, I am still. Technically single. But, um, yeah, people constantly are asking Adam and I if we're dating. And I'm like, 
I mean, we go on dates. Like, we've gone to events together. We do red carpets together. Like, I just tell him to watch the show. But you know, I just say tune into season seven. Yeah. That way I don't have to explain anything. But then, okay. But, I mean. I feel like relationships are more complicated than people make them. Like, it's not just I black or white. Right. It's not right. just, oh, we're together or we're not together. There's always that in between. Right. That's probably also why I couldn't answer your question to my dating past. Yeah. Not only couldn't there's... answer, you were you were frozen, <laughs> just like, just dead in your tracks right, right there. Because, couldn't um, move. Because there's so it's right. Not there's just, gray area. Yeah. There's, there's gray, gray area. area. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So I guess you know y'all stay tuned to see where. The Adam Sheena love saga goes. Yeah, just just tune in. <laughs> I'm just Season witnessing seven. it before my very eyes right yeah. now. Yeah, but I mean, we have like <laughs> such a great rapport. Like we have a connection. Like for sure, it's like he's the person who like no matter what, even if I am dating someone, like he still is like top of my list of people. Like I'm gonna be there for and care for. And I'm like, I always tell him, I'm like, you always come first. He's like, well, I hope if you're like with someone, like you don't. And I'm like, no, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. he's my best friend and. I feel like even sometimes when I say, I'm like, no, like, I love him to death. He's my best friend. Like, so you're in love with him? I'm like, you guys, there's a difference. People like, just always want to just twist things how they yeah. want to, no matter what you say. So No matter what I say. And it's like, I feel like I have to be so careful and particular with my words sometimes. Because you don't need to, like, define the, anything to anyone, to be honest. No, I don't. Because, honestly, it's no one's business. Like, Adam and I are happy. We're good. Whatever we are is whatever we are. And yeah. anyone close to us or who needs to know what we are knows. knows. And other than that, stay tuned and keep watching because there is a lot to come. But I was just like, it just felt like, because like we are just so close, like it just felt like an awkward first scene to see. So I just wanted to see from an outsider point of view if you got that vibe or whatnot. Because I'm trying to stay off social media for the next few weeks because I'm going through the freezing eggs process right now uh-huh. and stress is the one thing that I need to keep at a minimum yeah and obviously my job is high stress <laughs> social media and everything that comes along with that I'm just like I'm gonna try and just not look at what people say after the episode because I'm sure it's gonna be like oh so this is the new Rob oh Sheena and a new guy and it's just like and also when people are like you know why can't you just stay single like why do you always have to have a guy and I'm like I've been single since last August like isn't being single like you date people so am i just supposed to be alone and single like i can't date it's you just have to do and that's what i've been doing yeah yes but i just i just wanted to touch on that episode we had the bachelor premiere of last night um do you watch the bachelor um Again, long pause. Sometimes. Oh, have you dated really... some bachelors, some previous <laughs> candidates? Because I have. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to say yeah, dated. Like went you guys on definitely a have common ground here. couple dates. I've with. never dated the bachelor in my life. However, I have dated someone, and then they chose to go on the bachelor. Ooh. Wait, can I know we a say couple who? Like that. No, we can't. Okay, you're gonna have to tell me after. <laughs> okay, I will. I know a couple girls that's happened too. So. But yeah. then, but then I kind of. I, well, before he went on the show, I started to see his true colors, and I don't think. And then after watch, obviously, I watched that season. That's really the only season I watched. Was it this person? No. Oh, no, okay. no, no, thank no, God. No. <laughs> but same season. Oh, was it this person? No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy has really only dated me, and then he won. Oh. I will, oh, oh my know. God. I did know this. Yes. You did know oh, this. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, 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 but, okay. I will say this. 
he's a great guy, mm-hmm. but towards the end when he made the decision to go on the show, I realized yeah. he wasn't right for me. Right. And then watching the season, I it just kind of confirmed that we weren't right for each yeah. other. Good for you. So I, f- I feel good. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited because the next show I do, Colton, the new Bachelor, is going to be in here. So Ooh. I know. I'm really excited for that interview. Is he still a virgin? Do we know this? I'm going to really? ask him tomorrow. So I feel like I don't, he's, he's going to give you a roundabout answer. I'm sure he will. And you know what? But I mean, we know he's not married. So if he is still... You know, if he's saving himself for marriage, we know he's not married, so he probably still is. But I don't know. I mean, he's waited, what, how old is he, 26, 27? Like, he's waited this long. I don't know. I've never done my research on And Colton. I guess, you know, you don't know what you're missing if you've never done it. Is that what he says? No, that's just what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh. he doesn't know what he's missing out on if he hasn't done it, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't watched. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I haven't watched. I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Sometimes you do with me. I've last watched, season, like, two no, but me. like last season, we were watching. It was just the only one he watched last season, the uh, premiere episode of Becca season, and um, this is before oh, yeah. we had ever even gone on a date or anything. And I go, okay, Adam. I was like, we're watching the show. I was like, we're not looking and picking a guy for Becca. We're gonna see who Becca sends home and who I can go on a date with after. <laughs> That's true. I do remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I did, actually. <laughs> on one hand, you really get to see who someone is on that show. Yeah. I mean, their true colors come out pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you think so? Uh, Yeah, for the most part. There's all the editing, too, though, that goes into that. So it's like, because I have met people who look like a douchebag on the show. Then I meet them in person, and they're not so much a douchebag. But then some of those guys who weren't a douchebag actually ended up being a douchebag yes. again. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen. We have we have too. a lot of mutual friends in that douchebag group who have been on the show. I just I don't like to name names. So. <laughs> <laughs> they they know who they are, and this is why they're still single. But um, anyway, okay. You, I have one more question. All Do you right. think you can really find love? On a TV show. I think because some people have, and it really has worked for some, that yes, you can. Is it ideal? Is it normal? Not at all. But I think it is possible. I just don't think it's likely. Okay. I wouldn't go into it being like, like I still, I make jokes all the time. I'm like, I'm campaigning to be the bachelorette. I don't even think I would go into it if I were like, oh, I'm going to find my husband at the end of this. Like I would want to be optimistic about it, yeah. but I would rather have low expectations and be pleasantly surprised. Well, that's life in general. Yeah. And people hate when I, Adam hates when I say that, but I I'm like, that. lower your standards and then you'll never no, be disappointed. No, 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 lower not, your expectations. Not lower your standards. Expectations. But just here, so my boyfriend and I have been together for a year and a half. Okay. And I was kind of over dating. And then we met on, like, coming out of church at the same time on the side of the road. Oh, wow. And we had, like, an hour and a half conversation. And then we both went our separate ways. And then eventually he found me on Instagram, stalked me, and asked me out. Wow. But neither one of us were really looking for anything. God's uh-huh. plan. And That's it's literally always, God's plan. Right? Like, <laughs> literally God's plan. That's but it's, it's always when you are just over it that it happens naturally. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I'm certainly not looking for anything right now. I'm just trying to focus on myself, which is why I'm, like, going through the whole freezing eggs thing. So yeah. I'm like, I need to do what's best for myself right now. Just focus on the relationships I have, just friendships, work, yeah. and just doing what's best for me. So if that's selfish, then 
whatever. But. I have a sporting question for you, Lindsay. Okay. That I really need you. I really need your backup <clears throat> with this because um, Sheena's talked about she wants to go to a college football game in the Southeast. Yes, I've never oh. been to like a, a real college game. USC games aren't like real college games. Those no, are basically no, no. professional I, games. Right. I've Because I went to Florida State, right. obviously, and yeah. I've told her I wanted to take her to a game down there. Um, and I just need you to back me up and just explain where the atmosphere for a college football game on okay. Saturdays in the Southeast. I mean, I see it on TV. I just want to experience it. I, there's no way to explain it. It's you religion. have to it's like, experience it. And yeah. the, in my opinion, and I'm slightly biased, the best game in college football is the Iron Bowl. I would I, listen. I'm not. I didn't go to either one of those schools, um, but I would have to. Who agree plays with you. in the Iron Bowl? Auburn and Alabama. Oh, yes. that one. And okay. even you know, so. Okay, the first half of this year's Iron Bowl was very close, and then it went into halftime, and then obviously Auburn got blown out. But oh. every year, it's usually pretty close to yeah. no matter how far apart the teams right. are yeah. based on their record rivalry games that's how the and it especially is. the iron bowl that would it be is. so fun it's just so much different i mean people wake up it's it's honestly religion i mean yeah. it, it goes hand in hand with uh, you know, football in the South, it goes hand in hand with just like religion and stuff like that. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's like fights nonstop. Oh, it's I mean, crazy. they're hardcore fans. Yeah. I remember when Auburn was in the Rose Bowl, what was it like 2014? Sometime around then. I was working at Villa Blanca. Okay. It was like right around when I was like getting married because I can picture the I can picture myself at Sir in an Auburn hat with like my ombre hair. So it was like between they, when, 13 Auburn, and 15. That's when Auburn, when Auburn was in the Florida national State. championship. Yes. Okay. Yeah. When Auburn played oh wait, Florida national State. championship. Sorry, not yeah. the Rose Bowl. But it was at the Rose Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. And because you were everyone, wearing Auburn stuff. Well, I, <laughs> who were they playing? I don't. Florida State. She is oh, my whatever. friend. Yes, here. I was wearing Auburn stuff. Wow. So I was working at Villa Blanca. I didn't know you then, Adam. Okay. I was. <laughs> not a freaking Seminole fan. I'm still wow. not. I just root for them when I'm with you, and I think they need all the rooting for. <laughs> talking about this last year, wow. anyway. But so Villa Blanca that day is literally invaded with Auburn fans so much that we had to close the restaurant at three o'clock. Because we ran out of chicken, we ran out of bread, <laughs> we ran out of every. We became a all vegan. the fried food, the fri- yeah, fried chicken and stuff like we that. We became yeah. a vegan restaurant by three p.m. We're like, you can have alcohol or you can have lettuce. Like that's all we have left. So many Auburn they fans were pissed off because they because Villa Blanca didn't have ranch dressing. Uh, they so, just went. They probably so just left and went to Chick Fil A. Yeah, they probably yeah. yeah exactly. They probably so did. then they ended up. We were just sending everyone to Sir. We're like Sir's opening in a couple hours. Just go to Sir. Y'all, so then, y'all got Poe boys over here? <laughs> so I went to Sir that night because I wanted to see if all these people really went. And they really did. And this one guy asked me to take a photo with him and if I would put his hat on. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I mean, where I went to college, I went to a small private Christian university. So, like, as much as, like, I grew up an SC fan, I did have a friend who played for UCLA. So I would root for yeah. them. It's like I've never been, like, die hard one college because I didn't go to one of those. Yeah. So if someone wants me to put on an Auburn hat and take a photo, I was like, Well, you're okay. an Auburn fan now sorry so i do have a photo in an auburn hat i probably also have a photo in a florida state hat but I, no when you went to see the florida state alabama game in atlanta with us i didn't wear any florida stuff you just wore because you hat. didn't you didn't give me anything i asked you to get me like a jersey or something <laughs> and you didn't i'm pretty I sure remember. i had one for you but you didn't I, wear it. if if we could scroll back that far in text i remember specifically asking you if you had florida i know gear but that I, I, could I, wear. I had stuff for it's florida state you guys florida. are sounding florida like a state. married couple oh right now an <laughs> old married couple you wore Auburn stuff when I'm they played sorry. Florida State. I'm sorry. I did. I didn't even know it was 
Eh, whatever. This pretty much sums it up. So during football season, I took my toughest classes because we didn't have to go to class on Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. because they wanted the players to be well rested for the games That's and they awesome. couldn't give preferential treatment. That's great. Yeah, That's stuff like that. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you don't take that's the school didn't have classes on Thursday and Friday just because the players needed to be well rested. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, I didn't know that. But I also remember the Bobby Bowden years yeah, too. That was my first year at Florida State was when he got pushed out. Oh. Really sad. Adam, you have like a really sexy radio voice. I'm just noticing. <laughs> I just thought I should is it point like it really, out. Is it like really soothing? It's just like, yeah, it's like very like Should I do like a late you know? night like late night jazz show or something on the radio just like with my sexy smooth jazz I can totally see that (laughs) well that's good I guess yeah I keep thinking it I just thought I should point it out because I was just gonna keep I usually hate hearing my voice back on anything especially the show but no, I but not. I, I like it because I feel like on Vanderpump Rules, just because like I do know you so well, but I feel like on the show you're a reserved version of yourself. Definitely. I don't know if it's the cameras that make you nervous or if it's me. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely like I said, you'd love to make me uncomfortable, especially when it's on camera. I'm like extra uncomfortable. Yeah, because sometimes. I'm so comfortable on camera, and I've been doing it for so long that it's just like they're just like flies on the walls. Like I don't even notice them anymore, and I do love to give you shit, but. Yeah, um, yeah, so anyway, but you you have a good radio voice. Good, so just good, I'm glad. That I'd point that out. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we're talking about games. There have been a lot of football games. But um, there's another game that I just wanted to tell you about before we get into the rest of our questions we have. So have you ever been to, like, an escape room? No. You've never done one of those? I never have. I haven't have you? No, no, I've heard a million times about it. See, I feel like you would like it because, like, you like reading and, like, mm-hmm. all the, like, smart people shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, reading no, but, smart like, <laughs> just like, no, but, like, in the escape rooms, it's like you have, like, all these clues and you have to figure it out. And I just, like, I, I just mean, I'd like, like too, yeah. you, you're pretty, but you use your brain. You're, like, you're smart. Good. So I just feel like it's Thank something you. you would like. But, okay, so you guys haven't been to that. But,. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's this thing called Hunt a Killer. I, like, love doing game nights, so I'm always looking for, like, some new fun game, anything interactive or whatever to play. And it's, like, a murder mystery, but you can play at home. So you can do it by yourself. You can do it, like, on a date night with a group of friends. So it's kind of like like a real-life, like, modern-day clue. Okay. Yeah, they have, like, an online community, so it's, like, interactive. Oh, wow. And you get these clues sent to you from fictional serial killers. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of... That's crazy. That, yeah, and you have to like awesome, solve the crime like in real life time. I thought you were gonna say they get you get clues from like real life serial killers. I was like, <laughs> no, I don't that know right? You're like that. Ted Bundy, Charles Manson. No, but um, it's really cool. So and what's it called if, again? It's called Hunt a Killer. Awesome. And right now, for my listeners, you can go to huntakiller.com/sheena for ten percent off your first box. They only accept two hundred members per day, and I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not. So hurry and take advantage of this offer, you guys. And again, that's Hunt a Killer dot com slash Sheena for 10% off your first box and if you forget how to spell my name it's S-C-H-E-A-N-A so um yeah oh another thing I wanted to tell you about before I forget um I don't know if you saw on my Instagram but my trainer Seth Browning he just wrote an ebook about me and how I got in shape so if you guys want to check that out it's at bodybybrowning.com slash Sheena's slim down and it's really like literally after I read it I cried I was like 
Well, it's just like, it's so like from the heart and like, I know, like, I mean, we get so close. We work out together, you know, five days a week. He's one of, like, my best friends. He's, like, family at this point. But just, like, hearing, like, my transformation, because, like, everyone's like, you were already tiny. I'm like, I know. I mean, I was at my biggest in my life. I was a size four. And I know that's not big at all. But for me, and being on camera, the camera adds 10 pounds. Like, I just wasn't comfortable. I wasn't in shape. I had no muscle tone. And I made the decision to get on a meal plan, get in shape, and just be healthy as I literally sit here in gym clothes right now I'm like fresh out of the gym (laughs) but um but just like hearing it from his perspective the first chapter is called tacos and beer and just like that title that was like my favorite restaurant in Vegas was called tacos and beer because those are two of my favorite things and he talks about how the first time when we sat down and met I was like well I can tell you two things I'm not gonna do and I'm not giving up tacos and I'm not giving up beer and he's like wow well she's gonna be a fun one (laughs) but um um, yeah, Did you so end up giving up tacos and beer? I gave up beer. Okay. I gave up wine. The tacos I was able to have every third day because we did carb cycling and corn tortillas were part of my carb cycling. So okay. we compromised. I gave up the beer, but I was able to keep the tacos. I could never. I can't imagine you ever giving up tacos. No, never. Ever. I wouldn't. Because I never see yeah. you drink beer. No, like Rarely. I mean, during sporting events. If it's like something that it's, if it's like the only thing that's available, yeah. or something like that. I mean, I love beer, but I also know how much weight I put on when I used to only drink beer and wine and chase it with a whiskey shot. So I don't do that anymore. But um, but yeah, I just I just posted about it, and um, it's. Twelve ninety nine, um, like on Amazon Books. It hit number one on Amazon Books the first day. I didn't that's know amazing. that. Yeah, Damn, that's got awesome. to number one. So this is really exciting. We're like part of a number one bestseller on Amazon. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, you didn't tell cool. me that. Yeah, because oh, you don't watch my story. He never watches my. I don't, I'm not. A, I don't. No, watch I know. Story. But I did, I posted about it. But um, yeah, he came over the next day and was like. Did you see? And I was like, what? And he's like, we hit number one bestseller on Amazon. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's exciting. I mean, I saw the the real life transformation. Yes. Very proud of you. Thank you. I mean, I've told you that before. Yeah. No, you look phenomenal. Thanks. Um, I mean, I told you prior to you, you know, slimming down or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, you looked great before. Well, thanks. I mean, you... Never mind. <laughs> you would know. Um, so. <laughs> I feel like I should step out of the room for a moment. So, should um, I you alone? Anyway, uh, were you always a sports fan your whole life? Did you play sports as a kid? Uh, my whole life, I've been a diehard sports fan. My grandpa was uh, the star defensive end for University of Illinois, got oh, wow. drafted by the Redskins. And then decided he wanted to use his chemistry degree and went into engine coolant technology for uh, STP and NASCAR. Wow. I didn't understand four of the words you just said. <laughs> so your your grandfather was not only extremely athletic, yeah. but really smart, Brilliant. too. Wow. That's cool. Brilliant. And then my brother did marketing for Talladega for a while. And then he was really good at it, but decided that wasn't his path. Yeah. For NASCAR. Yeah, for NASCAR. So you have two family members involved in NASCAR. Yes. Wow. That's so I don't cool. Know, I don't know. I don't know anything about NASCAR. That's one sport that I don't know to... much about it. But I love going to NASCAR events. I used to work at the Irwindale Speedway. I forget what it's called now. It's something different. But I would like work like the drag strip, and like I just like always wanted to be in like real life, like Fast and the Furious type yeah. of shit. I was like an extra <laughs> in the second movie, and I just like I like I literally my dream car in high school was like a bright blue, like electric blue, like Honda Civic or Acura with a spoiler, and I wanted Nas. 
and I wanted like all that's of that. exactly like... what my brother had a bright blue spoiler Stop Honda it. Civic. Oh yes, my that's god, exactly I need to see a photo. He totaled, of this. It. He totaled it too when he was oh, like when he was like that's 17. That's so disappointing. So. Yeah, he uh, that was his, that was his car. I just love car racing, like who, so much fun. Who growing up being um a fan of sports and stuff like that. Who were your favorite athletes? Bo Jackson. Bo yeah, Jackson. Yeah, and he graduated from Auburn and he gave the commencement speech. So it was just it was just destiny for it you. Was. To go to Auburn. Awesome. It was. It was. Damn, that's really cool. I'm a um I'm like a big time fan of Nike. Okay, yeah. And their campaign Bono's yeah. is like iconic, so uh, Sheena's more of an Adidas fan. No, I'm both. I have equal amounts of Nike said, and Adidas in my closet. I tend, to, yeah, you know, I just, I think. The I, Kardashians like Adidas. So. Well, it's not just because of the Kardashians, but mm. I don't know. I think, yeah, I do like Adidas style more than Nike, but I have both. I have yeah. like so many Nike sports bras that I'm like, well, I can't mix brands. I can't wear Yeezys with Nike. So can't I had it. to go out and get some Nikes to wear with my Nike sports bras. Adidas has a better women's line. Yeah. For sure. The people that I've heard that like Adidas sportswear more are girls. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. So if maybe that's... then that's why you like Nike more. But you have a lot of Adidas stuff too. Yeah, I do. I mean, Nike had a, or uh, Adidas had a big comeback like the past couple years because of the Kardashians. You're probably and the right. Yeezys. Yeah, you're probably right. You're pro- honestly, you're probably right. Anything they put their name attached right. to is just it turns into just like rose gold, not even gold, just like rose gold. Rose They're, gold, specifically. You know? Literally, like their entire like beauty line of products, like they have rose gold hair straighteners, rose gold curling irons. I'm like, you put anything rose gold in like a beauty, a girl's gonna buy it. It has the Kardashians name attached to it. You're like, yes, please. Yeah. Nike's still the gold standard. I don't. Yeah. Have you been to? So I was in Portland for a while working for the Trailblazers. And have you ever been to the Nike employee store in Beaverton, Oregon? That's their headquarters. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It sounds amazing. It's the greatest place on earth. Everything is fifty percent off, and it's what? the brand new line. Damn. Ooh. I just read Phil Knight's book. Well, a couple of months ago, the CEO of CEO and creator of Nike, and I've always wanted to go and check out the uh, the Nike store up there in Oregon. So. It's, One day. it's amazing. Yeah. The campus, oh, the entire gym is dedicated to Bo Jackson. Really? Yes, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, that is campaign it in that he did was like Is it what? Beaverton. In Portland? Oh, it's right Beaverton. outside of, okay. of Portland and Beaverton. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have a lot of family in Portland. I like it up there. Yeah, I've never been, been, been to long Portland time. before. Let's go. Doesn't it rain there a lot? It does. Uh, there's three months out of the year where it doesn't rain. It's beautiful. So Summer? it rains nine months out of the year. Yeah, well, it sprinkles during the day every day, and it's kind of gloomy, but then it'll clear up. Like t- the weather today. Oh it's my rained God. two you... days here, and I'm like, <laughs> like please bring back summer. I, I can't stand this. I don't know why. I'm just so spoiled with this weather here yeah. that it's like the opposite of seasonal depression. Every single day is like, I got to go outside. This weather's incredible. Yeah. But when it rains for like two day. days, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I know. He's like, I didn't move to LA for this weather. I didn't. That's what I say. Like, I'm like, I don't even one day of rain and I get upset. I get disappointed. It's because we're so spoiled. Yet. Yeah. We are. Yeah. And now I live in Marina Del Rey. I have like a huge deck that like overlooks the water. It's so nice. I yeah. love it. But I've never had to care for outdoor patio furniture before. Oh, and gosh. in LA, you know, I mean, I've lived there since May. Yeah. And in LA, it doesn't usually rain. I was in for a rude awakening this past week when there are windstorms. I go outside. All of my furniture is just, it's trash. Like, I've, I FaceTimed mm-hmm. him. I was like, Adam, you have to see this. My umbrellas, I have two of them. One was on one neighbor's patio. The other was on the other. And they had, like... 
thirty pound weights. On yes. Top of wow. So, no, more than that. It was like a hundred pound. It was two fifty pound sandbags. I was and like, the what happened? Like a hurricane still, come through? It seemed like that. Like the pillows, everything. It was just trashed. And so then I get it all cleaned up. And then what happens? It starts raining again this week. And I go out to my patio last night, and I was like, I I give up. Like it was, de- it was destroyed again. Yes, destroyed again. How windy like, does it get over there? My gosh. It's, well, I took the umbrellas out, and they're, like, laying on the floor now. Okay. But just, like, everything is just soaked. My daybed has just, like, a pool of water. I had to, like, lift it up, dump it. It's just... I'm like, what is this? I didn't like, know what happened again. I moved to the beach for the sunshine and this awesome deck, and now it's just, like, covered in... Storm water. The people yeah, but, in New York right now are laughing at us. So. I know. They're like, I know. Southern those, California problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boiled Southern California. I was like, watch, or uh, I had all my friends in Atlanta telling me about, um, telling me about how it was like 60 and sunny there yesterday and I was like well just enjoy this day or two where your weather your weather in the winter time is better than ours right I hope it stays that way for Super Bowl okay so you're going right I am I'm going too I'm so excited so I don't know if I'm going to the actual game yet I'm still working out those details but I remember when it was in Miami when it was in Arizona like I've gone just for the parties the events gifting suites like there's so much to do Super Bowl weekend yeah. In the city, most people don't make it to the game because right, there's so, because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going Saturday to Tuesday. I have a bunch of friends out there. Um, I'm so excited. It's gonna be a blast. Are you working? Yes. Okay, and you ha- you've worked Super Bowls before. I've worked. I believe this will be my my eighth. Wow. So I've been to all of them except for last year. I didn't go to Minnesota because I had the flu. Wow. Yeah. Tell me about, because I've never been to a Super Bowl before. It's like the Auburn-Alabama game. Yeah. <laughs> just like a whole weekend, just like dedicated to... The whole week. Week. So the Pro Bowl, I believe, is it back in Hawaii now? Because there was one year where they... They moved it to Orlando. Had, yeah. Okay, that's no, right. No, I don't know if it's back in Hawaii. So they had it in Arizona. They need to just cancel the damn Pro they, Bowl. I know. I dumbest, know. It's the dumbest thing I've ever so seen. They had it in Arizona the year that the Super Bowl was in Arizona. Yes. So typically I go up the weekend before and I'm there for a full week until mm-hmm. like the Tuesday after. Yeah. And... I, I don't even have words for, yeah, for the just games. a lot going on and stuff like that it's insane like obviously from you know aside from the game itself even there's like just tons going on we yeah. have the ESP and the magazine event Sports Illustrated event Rolling Stone event it's just a it's a networker's dream. That's amazing. Okay, so these are the events I need to go to. Yes. I'm going to get my publicist on it. Yes. Okay. Maxim Magazine. Yeah, worked, the Maxim one I, I always have gone to. Yeah, That's a really that. good one. That one in Miami was so much fun. Oh, my yeah. God. That was a good... That was a good time. Miami was a good year because everything was on South Beach. Yes. And so you just went from event to event to event. It was so much fun. And then I ended up going to like this private party on Star Island that like John Elway was at. And it was just like, it was so much fun. It's it's the one week in sports and in entertainment too, where everyone is in one place. Yeah. So anyone you've ever idolized growing up, whether it's a NFL player or a different celebrity, they're all there. Yeah. And it's weird because they're all mingling together. Uh-huh. You're just watching all these people that you grew up watching on television. You're like, whoa, this is interesting. Gosh, yeah. I'm getting like so jealous. I know. He's going to Atlanta the week after. I'm like, why can't we be there at the same oh. time? The first time I went to Atlanta was with him. And um, it was the Florida State... Uh, 
what was it the season opener last year yeah but um we went out there to like tailgate and all of that and that was my first time in atlanta i had so much fun i've been back a couple times since and then i saw super bowl was there oh yeah and i was like i kept asking my doctor i'm like how long am i going to be doing these injections for and they're like i'm like do you think by february 3rd i'll be done because i really want to go to super bowl (laughs) so i will be in atlanta and i'm really excited i'm sure you've been to atlanta before I have, yeah. Are you like real familiar with it, or? Well, Auburn is about an hour and a oh, half. Oh, that's right. From yeah, that's Atlanta. really close. That's right. So I lived, I lived in Atlanta for two and a half years before I moved to LA, so a lot of my friends still live out there. I mean, I'm just a huge fan of Atlanta. Do you think it's going to be like a big enough stage for the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, really? Well, they have the Olympics. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My gosh, I always forget about and that. And that new, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. yeah. I've just been to the outside of it, and it was really nice. Yeah. So I can't imagine the it's inside. Gorgeous, yeah. I'm really confused by one thing, though, with that stadium. They have a Chick-fil-A, but it's not open on Sundays, right? Oh, right. that's true. So how, why would you put a Chick-fil-A in, in the a stadium, stadium where the ga- majority of the games are played on it's Sunday? It's got to be open on Sunday there. No, it's like a religious thing. Like, they're not open on Sundays. I know that. No, I'm, I know that. But maybe they make an exception. They have to make an exception. They're be the most pointless thing ever. Right. That's so interesting that you say that. Wow. This is like blowing now my I'm mind. Curious. Right now I'm curious. All right. We got to like find that out or like we have to find out. Google like it. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. What a catch 22 right there. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh. They're like, it's just a stand. And people, <laughs> it's, <laughs> you can walk by. You can't have it. It's you amazing. Just... <laughs> this simple thing is just blowing my mind right, right. now. Right. Wow. Oh my God. That's funny. They really shot themselves in the foot with that one. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, we no longer want this space. It's like, well, you signed the contract and lease it out. So sorry. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh. So ever since like you were little, did you know that you always wanted to work in sports? I, so I knew I loved sports, and I knew I wanted to be a broadcaster. Yeah. And when I was little, there's photos of me practicing broadcasting to all my stuffed animals. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, that's my, so cute. My mom and my brother were part of the audience, too. Yeah. So, But it wasn't until college where I put the two together. Because uh-huh. I grew up around sports, and I knew I wanted to be a broadcaster. But I got involved with the campus news station at Auburn. Okay. And our sports director had to go out of town. And he said, Lindsay, why don't you just fill in for us? Because you know about sports. Yeah. You've been on the sidelines with me before. Just take over. And then I never wanted to give the microphone back after that. That's awesome. That's so cool. It was fun. Even at, a, even at a young age. Yeah. Just like, wow. That rarely happens, I feel like. I don't know why. That was what I want. Either cool. that or I wanted to be like Tara Lipinski. Tara Lipinski. Yes, yeah. oh my God, the figure skater. Right? Oh, okay. Even I, though I, I couldn't like, I skate. I, I knew totally. I knew that name somehow. I, didn't, I couldn't put two and two together. But Have you already um, interviewed like your dream like sports like icon? Or if like you haven't, who would it be? Ooh. Bo Jackson? Um, Bo I've had a conversation with. Charles Barkley was up there for me, too. He was an, also an mm-hmm. Auburn grad. Chuck. Chuck. He's very smart, by the way. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I always forget he went to Auburn. You never think of Auburn basketball players. <laughs> That's really cool, though. Yeah. yeah, he's a good alumni. Hopefully, our team's changing that yeah. this year. I think we're going to be pretty decent. Are you guys good? Yeah, yeah. My gosh, I don't know when the last time I heard of Auburn University <laughs> basketball. <laughs> I think it starts and ends with Charles Barkley. <laughs> That's good. You guys can only go up, though. I mean, true. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we're going to be good this year. I think we'll make the tournament. Good. FSU's ranked 13. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah. We don't really. We're not known for our basketball team. <laughs> yeah. Either, um, you're a big Kobe fan, aren't you? Yeah, I like Kobe. Okay, he's one of my favorite okay. people to interview. Uh huh. Trying to think who else. Ron Artest, I really love. What about LeBron? Um, uh, LeBron, I'm. 
I actually know, mm-hmm. but I've never interviewed him yet. Oh, you so need to do that. He would, especially since I mean, I I think he's a great guy. So yeah, I think it would be fun now knowing him to interview him. How do right. you how do you know LeBron James? No, you you don't just find people in passing. <laughs> I, you just know LeBron James. I know one of his uh, former teammates, and we were all at a, the SB party mm-hmm. together, uh-huh. and. Uh, my friend came up and introduced us, and then we realized we had mutual friends because we're all kind of close in age. Yeah, and then it that's was just awesome. Kinda... That's I gotta so get funny. I gotta get new friends that just like like your <laughs> I, circles. That just I actually me to LeBron. met LeBron at an SP party. I've told you this story. I'm jealous again. Yeah, I wasn't, but you okay? I need to say this because this guy gets so much hate, and he's it's honestly unbelievable. Well, no, not I'm not talking about LeBron right now. Oh, I'm prefacing this next comment with this. Okay. So this guy gets so much hate as of late, and he's honestly one of the nicest guys in the entire world. So much so that when I was at a charity event with him, maybe two weeks ago, he or maybe it was a, a few more weeks ago, but. Um, I brought some of my guy friends up to meet him and just was so nice. Went around, had a conversation with each of them, and it's Kevin Durant. Uh, I hate that KD gets okay. hate for for going to Golden State and mm. for selling out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like him, do you? Uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge LeBron fan. Okay. Um, I think Kevin Durant is an unbelievable basketball player. I think he's one of the best players in the world right now, if, if not maybe like but, the second best. But – him, him, just—I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Obviously, he can do whatever he wants. It's his contract and his his career and everything. But to go from the Warriors—I'm sorry—to go from the Thunder mm-hmm. to the already absolutely loaded Warriors and just stack the deck. I mean, just to beat LeBron James in the finals. I mean, well, that doesn't mean he's not a good player, though. Or no, a great he's incredible. Guy. I, and I—I I don't know him as a guy. I don't know him as a, a you know a person either. But um, I also think it's funny that he created his own fake Instagram account so that he could. Didn't he take like a lot of? Didn't he take like a lot of heat for but that? But he like messed yeah. up and then sent something from yeah. his personal account. Yeah, like, dude. He, like that was not a good move at all. I was like, wait, how was this? How is this a good? No, that was a bad move. That was, that was not. Just good, stick actually. to what you're good at. Okay. So my one, my I I mean I, I just I just didn't like his move to the Warriors, but. Like, I got to tell this quick story. My my brother's friend got a – he got, like, a pet snake, like a boa constrictor or something like that. Oh. And my brother went over to his, his house to, and, like, saw the snake in, like, the tank or whatever. And um, he's like, yeah, this is my new snake. I, I forget what my brother's friend's name is. He's like, yeah, this is my new pet snake. And uh, my brother's like, oh, what's his name? He's like, Kevin. He's like, why? He's like, because <laughs> Kevin Durant's a snake. <laughs> See, people hate on him. Yeah, people definitely hate him. And I will say, at this point, after working in the NBA for so many years, I've probably met every single player. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Durant's the nicest. Really? Yes. That's good to hear. Easily. You might have just changed my mind a little bit about Kevin Durant. Like, he's friends with Drake. He's huge. He's like big time friends. And you don't like him? No, not really. I'm not, I'm, you, but you've helped a little bit. Like I have a little bit more love for Kevin. Durant. I love hearing that though about so people, especially so who are like super famous. Like yeah. when they're nice to the fans and people. Like I love hearing stories like that. I've yeah. learned in, since moving to LA because I come from a really small town, and you know, you really just, like, small. Lo- yes, like, like grew really up in a log cabin, yeah. small. So I was when shook. like growing up, you know, you, you just assume that celebrities. You hear all the negative things about them and everything, and this goes for like any celebrity, any athlete, yeah. whatever you know, movie star, you just hear all the negative things about people and stuff like that. And then since being out in LA, I've had zero encounters with, I've met, I've been fortunate enough to meet like a ton of celebrities and athletes and everything like that. And, 
you know, meeting people through you that are in the public eye. And mm-hmm. I've never had like one bad experience with any, yeah. with anyone out here that I've met. And I think, I, I really believe that like most people are generally good like even yeah. like huge yeah. celebrities yeah. like that so oh, totally. it's good to hear stories like that because like, all you hear is the, is the bad stuff who's the most interesting person you've met since being in la the most interesting mm-hmm. um i'm i mean i i moved out here for acting um and that's what i oh you i know, know what you're gonna say i it even like brought me to tears because he's such he's such an idol of mine to meet him uh was brian cranston oh yeah from breaking bad and yeah. malcolm in the middle that kind of thing um i'm a huge fan of brian cranston i just read his book too but um I just think he's just a good person and like his his craft obviously acting. She knows she knows taking pictures of me with him yeah. when <laughs> when I met him and stuff and he like you could just tell meeting someone like him, you know, he's a big time star and he's an Emmy award winner and everything like that and he when I met him I shook his hand. He was asking me questions. He was like generally interested oh. in me and I was just like taken back by that like how cool that he was like interested in my story. And like said like your name and Yeah, like remembered my name back wow. to me and like we talked for only like you know, a quick like minute or something like that. But when I, you know, said goodbye to him or whatever, he was he was like, "Very nice to meet you, Adam." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like Brian Cranston just said he my said name. He said my name. <laughs> that's the, that's the one trait that I've worked hard and name that remembrance. I yes yes it's so yeah. important. Yes. Oh my gosh! I know I can be so bad at it, and then sometimes yeah. I'm really good at it, and people are like impressed, like, "Oh my god, you have a really good memory." I'm like, I usually don't, but <laughs> I love when I do. There's nothing more personal to someone right. when you yeah. hear their own name back to them. Yeah. That's like, one thing I try and do I don't do it every time because sometimes it's rushed or someone just comes up and asks for a photo really quick but I usually try and say what's your name and then I'm like so nice to meet you because if they just ask for a photo I'm like nice to meet you I'm like I didn't technically meet you I just took a photo with you so I've been trying to be better about that just saying people's names and there were like these two girls who I met at Sir and then ran back into it Tom Tom and I remembered their names and they were shook they were just like oh my god you remembered us and it's just like those little Little things things. mean so much to people so I love when like people of that stature like do that but yeah really cool to hear about kevin durant and like how like a good story about him so that's really cool i mean someone needs to, to tell a good yeah, story about absolutely. him everybody else is hating on him yeah and yeah. probably for all the wrong reasons too just like me like <laughs> i gotta hate on someone I, i'm a huge fan of a lot of athletes and i have more man crushes than celebrities you definitely and do than i do like any female so yeah. i gotta hate on someone so i guess it'll be kevin durant a little yeah. bit you know <laughs> Um, what do you think, just like being a woman in the sports industry, what is the biggest challenge that you've faced? Ooh, I feel like the challenges have probably changed throughout the last 11 years since I've started out. Mm-hmm. But at first it was definitely, uh, being taken seriously. Right. Yeah. Why, why is that? I mean, because to me, go ahead. Well, men weren't used to seeing right. a woman talking about sports on camera and Mm -hmm. they figured okay well you didn't play the game how could you possibly know it as well as someone who did play the game but then there's a lot of men who never played the game very true comment Mm -hmm. on it very true right but you think that's changed um i think it's changed quite a bit because you see more and more women on the sidelines and more and more women in the booth yeah big time who's uh who always call she calls nfl games all the time oh my Aaron andrews no she's up in the booth i can't for the life of me right now think of who it is she calls college games, like, big-time games now. It's going to mm. bother me. Um, but, yeah, no, more and more females in the booth. and I mean, because you've, you've always seen, like, Aaron Andrews and yeah. Pam Oliver. Yeah. And, like, they've yeah. always had sideline reporters and everything like that. It's cool to see um, how far women have made it in the industry, especially, like, in the booth and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because that's something that I never grew up with. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, m- my grandfather was not by any means, <laughs> like – 
a racist or like chauvinistic <laughs> or anything like that. But he'd even he was like thrown off the first time he heard a woman commentating. You know, God rest his soul. Yeah. He's just like, why is a woman commentating on this game? And I was just like, just like, you gotta like laugh right. like, when an older person says something like that. But, but that that makes you want to work harder when you hear stuff absolutely, like that. Yeah. My brother was always the type that would say, "Oh, she looks cute," and then he would mute the TV if he was watching the game. <laughs> oh and so God. that keeping Subtitles. that in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, you know what? I gotta work hard enough to where men don't want to mute the TV. Mute, yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Who do you look up to? That was going to be my Ooh, next question. Uh, Susie Colbert has always Susie. been one of my favorites. She's so knowledgeable about the game. Drake loves her. Yeah. He, like, proposes to her all the time and stuff like that. He loves so does Joe Namath. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh, yes. The I'm video. The I'll never forget that. Oh, my gosh. He, he tried to kiss her. He was, like, hammer drunk really? on the sideline, yeah. and she was interviewing him, and he's like, I want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I wanted to know... Um, because I read your article. Um, Which one? The it was really recent. The one uh, in Newsweek. Okay. Um, and it focused big part on. You um, did do your research. The, yeah, like. Yeah, the, he sent me all of this last <laughs> night. I was like, damn. I was like, I. I mean, I had my questions, but his were all yeah, so I gotta, much better. I, I got to be prepared. Um, the interview question that you got mm-hmm. asked, um, that you talked about in the Newsweek article. Can you kind of, um, just go over that a little bit? Um, just basically tell me because I want to know, like. From the time the question was asked, what was the question? The question was, so it was... Give me the of, setting. You were in an interview. Yeah, with NFL Network. Okay. Uh, this was the second time I had interviewed with them. The first time I what went, was What was it for? Um, for an anchor position or hosting position for okay. them. And it was probably a, towards the end of the interview. And he had run different scenarios with me where... Um, okay, you've got 10 seconds left. You're on the sidelines. What would you say in this? And just seeing if I could fill time. Okay. And so the interview up to that point was very professional. And then he turns and looks at the TV and they're showing their broadcasts. And there's a woman on there that was pregnant. And he looked at me and he goes, would, uh, I forgot what the exact wording is now. Um, he said, you're not going to go and get oh, yeah. knocked up like he the said, rest of he them. He said, if I hire you, you're not going to go and get knocked up like the rest of them, are you? Like, incredible like to yeah. just think that's it's, that okay. kind of just soured the entire interview for me absolutely because here i this is my second interview with them i had been extremely prepared for both interviews this was, was, it, was my this dream the second job. time interviewing with the same guy no no different, different guy different this guy. time okay the first time they i was much younger they didn't even take me seriously because there were even fewer women in the game at that point uh-huh. So they just sent me with the accountant at the first interview. And oh, I wow. came in there. I knew every coverage was ready to go. And they really didn't even care. Give you the time. Yeah. Day, right. The second interview, I was several years into my career. They were now extremely interested in hiring me and brought me in, put me with the head of talent at the time. And here I felt like I nailed that interview. Absolutely. And then he ends it with that question. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to work here. Yeah, that can definitely, like you said, like, leave a sour taste in your mouth for the well, entirety of the interview. And yeah. I, I left and yeah. I... Did he say it like jokingly? Like, no, no, not, not at, all. at all. Like, like dead was serious. dead serious. And Ew. Yeah. And w- when I left, one of my guy friends picked me up from that interview and I remember telling him, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to work here anymore. He's like, well, how did the interview go? I'm like, well, I thought it went well until the end and now... I, and then I told him the question and 
he's like, yeah, that's illegal and inappropriate. Definitely, and, very much so illegal. Yeah. And I just left feeling like I couldn't have it all as a woman. Right. And so I have to choose a career. And I was younger at that point. Now we're all in our 30s. But yeah. at that point... I am I'd not like, yet. For the record, I'm 29 years old. <laughs> oh, just wait. <laughs> Only a few more months, Adam. You got big 30 coming up. Let the record show. I am in my late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so we're clear. Well, at that point, it just made me sad because it made me feel like if this man believes that we can't have everything as women and we can't have a family and a great career and uh, oh, then what? There have to be other men out there that believe the same. And, and that, I, and the reason why I came out and even said anything was because I didn't want younger women coming into this industry to feel like that's normal to and that's okay. That. Right? Absolutely. And just if, if he's willing to bring that up in a professional interview setting, like right. what more? What other obstacles does he have in his prejudice that, like, in his yeah. mind, you would have to overcome? You know, if you were given that that position, because well, like, he's willing to bring that up. I mean, he's obviously got other. You know, other things holding him back from hiring mm. a woman. Well, the craziest part of all is after I came out with that and wrote the Newsweek piece, uh, I had women just blowing up my uh-huh. emails, my DMs, telling me their stories. Wow. And they wanted an outlet to be able to share their inappropriate work experiences that they had faced without being fired. Yeah. And it was oh. almost like they were just looking for somebody to tell this story to so they could get it off their chest. Right. And that solidified in my mind the reason why I had said anything to begin with. Yeah, no, it's a very brave thing I mean, thing the, to do. the man had already been fired because he clearly had a, a wow. history of okay. this. This wasn't the first time. Yeah. The first person he had done it to or said something to. But, yeah, just it just... I love the way that you opened the article. Um, you know, I don't want to put a face to this. Like, I'm not trying to get someone, you know, to shame someone or something right. like that. I just want to bring to light something that I went through that I don't want other women to have to go through in this like this situation so I, I i think that was really cool of you not you're not looking to like shame anyone no. or you know drag this isn't harvey Wein- the harvey weinstein right, case right, yeah right this was just me trying to shine a light on the insidious nature of what women go through in the sport mm-hmm. in a male-dominated industry yeah right and i also the crazy thing was after i came out and said that the news coverage was insane i kept getting requests to go on cnn and wow. and to talk about it and at the time, I didn't want I didn't want to because then it would have been about me. Yeah. And it would have been about me seeking attention when that wasn't the case. I had already built a great career for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, you don't need that. I didn't time. want right. that. Right. But I did want to help people. And if that's the way to do it, and I didn't care if I lost opportunities or lost my job, if at the end of the day, I was helping people. Absolutely. Yeah. What was the um, the one, one other thing I wanted to know about the Newsweek article? How long a, of a time period was from the interview to when you the article was published so the interview happened several years ago okay okay several years ago and then i came out with the instagram post mm-hmm. which is crazy the platform instagram oh my god you. right it's huge tool yeah i just was watching wonder woman one night and was like you know what this is uh, i don't think enough people see what goes on behind the scenes and i don't think i don't i don't think any woman should ever feel like she's alone so i wrote this instagram piece and then next thing i know i'm getting all these requests for interviews and interviews and interviews and i'm like i don't want to do any of these interviews but i will expand on this and i will write a piece that really gets out what i want to say and so then i decided i was like okay what's the perfect outlet for this and newsweek really wanted it 
So I said, okay, this is going to work. As long as you let me, don't edit my stuff. I don't want anyone to come in and, and change my wording. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to make it about anything else but what my words are. And Newsweek was the only publication that was really willing to do that. That's great. So I went with them. And then I had uh, 24 hours to write the piece from after oh, stuff, wow. stuff had started. So seeing Wonder Woman was kind of what, what sparked yeah. this. Wow. How about <laughs> no, Wonder that's Woman. awesome. No, it was a very courageous article right? and stuff. And I really like that. That's really cool. Well, then there were other people that after that that said, well, what other experiences have you faced in the industry? Like, um, And then it became a, everybody wanted me to out people. I'm like, I'm not going to out people. Yeah, that's not what that was about. No. It was just about sharing an experience that you had dealt with and had to overcome in the industry to shine light on like you said an insidious industry that's male dominated yeah very cool Thank very you. cool um one thing that i did want to um ask you about i mean i'm a i wouldn't say like i'm a boxing fanatic okay. or anything like that or like ufc i mean we'll like watch mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch like the big fights you know like the big marquee fights whether yeah. it's um mcgregor we watched like, the mcgregor fight right before the drake concert at the mgm grand garden arena <laughs> drake, you guys really yeah. love drake amazing yeah, we oh yeah did. we were front row yeah um yeah. but you've broadcasted huge fights i mean arguably one of the biggest fights in recent years with mayweather pacquiao uh-huh. i've never been to not only have i not been to the super bowl but i've never been to like a huge fight like that those tickets are outrageously expensive yeah, yeah. but um and they're hard to come by but can you just like describe that atmosphere, like fight night? Because um, oh. there's so much. I feel like with fights, it's different than it's a different than a team sport. I can't imagine like walking out of a tunnel as a boxer, yeah. like you one on one, that kind of thing. But like the atmosphere for that has to be like really intense too. I really love covering boxing because it's not a team thing. You focus on one person, their backstory. You really get to know who they are as people yeah. and as fighters. There's so much lead up to it. There too. is. Like, like you said, backstory. Well, I, the other thing I loved about that fight in particular, though, was everything was larger than life. Yeah. You had the grand arrivals where Mayweather came out with the huge marching band. You had uh, each of them, each of them, (laughs) money may, each of them put their spin on the week. Yeah. And I mean, Pacquiao, you couldn't find two fighters that are completely different when it comes to personalities. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was interesting. Mayweather, of course, being the low key, very, very, <laughs> very, very humble. Very when humble. he came into yeah. Sir one night, he oh only had God. 20 people with him. Only 20. Only 20? Yeah. Two murdered out Rolls Royces <laughs> pull up with the biggest human beings I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Like six of the biggest dudes ever. In Bigger and out than in what? Two offensive minutes? linemen. And yeah. in the middle of them is tiny Mayweather. I couldn't believe how small yeah. he was. He's also very soft-spoken. I've heard that too, yeah. He was very. nice, so he like shook people's hands at Sir. He was like in yeah. and out. He went to say happy birthday to someone, was in and out in like less than two minutes. It was just like, It was Lisa. Whoa. He went back into the back and said hi to Lisa. Yeah, but it was a friend's birthday oh, he was there for. Okay, he didn't come it. in to see Lisa. I, I didn't know. Hey, he oh, could be yeah. a fan of the show. That, <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know who watches Vanderpump Rules. A lot of people do. He, in my opinion, is one of the best sports marketers oh, of all Oh, my gosh. Time. Brilliant. Brilliant. With team money and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I mean, he's going to be rich for forever. Not only forever. just off. Not only just off the fights, like the money that he makes off fights, but his company. I mean, yeah. he has yeah. so many fighters that fight underneath him and his production company Totes. and stuff like that. Well, and even his approach to when he fought fight certain fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was very strategic about everything. Yeah. He knows how to get his money. Yeah. He does. It's for damn sure. Where does where does that rank broadcasting for the like a fight night, a huge mega fight like that or the Super Bowl where what's better? 
I would say Mayweather Pacquiao. Really? Because the entire world was tuned into that. Yeah. You had all the entertainment outlets out there covering that week. Right. Yeah. You had, I mean, it, it was the wildest weekend. It's just more, I think it's more focused because there's two fighters. There's yeah. one night, there's one fight, you know, and it's it's real concentrated. Whereas the Super Bowl is like a week-long thing and there's teams there's and the so game's There's so much longer. going on. Well, also, if it's not if it's not your team right. and you're not a fan of the halftime show, then a lot of people right. don't watch. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Everyone picks a fighter on. Of course. Uh, oh, fight. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was fun. It was. Thanks Thank for you. being here. Thank you for having me. I never I never really talk too much sports on my show. And I was like, you know, it's a new year. My team is doing the best like they've ever done since I've been following them. So I feel like we need some sort of bet. Like, I'm going to take the Patriots. Okay, okay. Mayweather. We're and taking the Chargers. We're going to take the Chargers. Yes. Wow. We'll have to think about this All one. right. Damn. We will, but anyways, okay, you guys, well, like I said, Colton, the new Bachelor, will be here on my next show, so stay tuned for that. Tell everyone, Lindsay, where they can find you on social. You can find me on Instagram at at Lindsay McCormick Sports, and on Twitter at at Lindsay M, wait, at, oh my gosh, I don't even know my Twitter anymore, at Lindsay <laughs> underscore M, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Instagram's all that matters, Instagram's you know? <laughs> And Adam, your um, Instagram? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> spot me a gram. That's S-P-O-T-T-M-E-A-G-R-A-M. And, and that is in no way, shape, or form in reference to any drugs or anything like that. Mom, it's not. I promise. Oh, I love you. Yeah. All right. Well, um, goodbye, Adam and his sexy radio voice. Lindsay, thank you for being here. And, um, yeah, it's Bachelor Nation next time, guys. See you then. Or listen to me then. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Attention football fans. While you watch all the exciting games in the postseason up to the big game, Coach Jim Harbaugh on attack each day as the esteemed head coach of Michigan talks football, family, and so much more with guests like Dan Patrick. With an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. <laughs> you like that, Dan? I love it. Got to coin that. Check out Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast, every Tuesday on Podcast One Sportsnet or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.